What's good, America? Welcome back to another fantastic episode here on What's the Warner Entertainment. Appreciate you joining in as always. Obed is my partner in crime here. What's going on with you, man? Good to see you as always. Doing well, doing well. It's a bit of a grind trying to get back from work, but you know, somebody's got to pay these bills. How you doing? <laughs> Yo, man, because them bills don't stop. That's that's the truth. Surprisingly, inflation <laughs> keeps going up. My bills don't go up. My 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 paycheck doesn't. So how about that? <laughs> right? Yo, it's facts on it. Yo, the certain facts in this world and things are always you know certainties. You got bills and things like taxes. And death. <laughs> Always going to come get you at some point. You know what I'm saying? And Chicago sucks. <laughs> yeah, we will get into we'll get into some football talk too. Yeah, the Bears, they're pretty damn terrible. Uh, joining us this week is our professional uh, sports fan. Is that what we're calling Chris from, uh, from, from Pennsylvania? Is that what we're calling you, Chris? Professional yeah, some something like that. Okay. All right. Appreciate you joining in. It's been a while since we've been on here, but appreciate you having you back. Um Let's get into it. But first, we're gonna before we get into our usual NFL discussion, we'll talk a little college ball, even some NBA uh, news. Uh, obviously, with the big Damian Lillard trade, uh, kind of off sports topic. Chris, you actually alluded me to this early. I think it was Friday or Friday evening. Uh, there was a, finally an arrest made in the in 1996 murder of two of rapper Tupac Shakur. I mean, obviously, like again, I just said it's 1996. This is a long, long, long time coming. Finally, that arrest was made. Apparently. The, the, the person that was arrested, um, Dwayne Davis, he was a, a suspect back then because he had, I think he had admitted to being in the vehicle that shot Tupac. But it's just to me that the fact that it's been damn near 20, 20 well, it is 27 years, that, that finally you have some sort of result. Now, I think the other couple of people in the there was a couple of people in the car one of them was already deceased something one of them was already um one of them was maybe in jail so i, I can't recall but I, actually they made all the other ones may be deceased i'll have to look at the article again but it, obviously him and like suge knight are kind of the only one like witnesses still alive it's just crazy to me that they finally got somewhere with this old bed right i would agree i mean i you know i'm glad that it's that they're digging up these cold cases, cold, quote unquote, cold cases, unsolved <laughs> mysteries. Yeah. Um, maybe we need that dude back with who used to have the high top. The white dude with the high top used to be like, he's unsolved mysteries. You know what I mean? Oh, I still um, love that show. Right. Um, yeah, I I just, you know, Suge Knight came out and said that that isn't the guy who did it, you know, and it, it just, to think that what came out of nonsense beef which is just adrenaline rage nonsense trying to do stuff for the cameras turned into something violent and took two mm -hmm. of the greatest rappers away from us um i i don't particularly think that this uh case is going to be solved for good because i don't i you know i kind of trust suge I, I think if suge knight you really in the car and gosh I, I i mean it's hard to trust suge knight because he's a criminal and a crazy guy but you <laughs> Running people I'm, over with his car, literally. Running people over his car, literally. Like, right. listen, if you run up on me and shoot me, if I see a picture of you, I know you didn't shoot me. So, I mean, I, I would, and and honestly, I think this is so far gone that Suge Knight isn't going to be honest if that's even the guy, right? They're just they're going to keep that to themselves and handle their business in the back. That I would assume that people like that do. Um, mm. I mean, we're talking about about uh, uh, Tupac on the other end here, Sherman. I mean, can they ever catch Biggie's killer? Right, another person from the fallout of this rap rap feuds from the nineties. Right, right. That was like what six months after Pac died. Yeah. Yeah. Biggie, Biggie got shot, right? I mean, I wonder, will that murder ever be solved? I mean, obviously, it was quote unquote retaliation for the Pac shooting. With the, with the first of all, going back to the Pac shooting, just really quick, the fact that this dude got shot in Vegas on the strip, 
You told me you ain't got no damn witnesses. You don't have any cameras. It's the didn't they big, used to? It's the I mean, most in my strip. day. We, <laughs> guys, back in my day, was, we used to do a show called Cops. This was 1995 or was 1996. We had the show Cops. We had the show Cops. The cop the show Cops used to show private footage of police mm-hmm. officers going and then they show you like the video no, tape from like, the street a like, different world though of like you know like aerial cameras of all things of going on you're right 100 you fair, are 100 chris little but it's the las vegas strip there's a million people out there every every damn day <laughs> right and and it's a place where to be quite frank there's a lot of lascivious activity so Honestly, the police usually roll up. If you'd ever been to Adams Morgan back in the 90s, 2000s, mm. you know, mostly it's at Dirty Sixth in Austin, Texas, right? These are places where the police know individuals can do whatever they want. But we got eyes and ears on everything and we can pick people right. out when bad things happen. So how you have eyes and ears on everything everywhere else, but you don't have the Vegas Strip? I don't believe that. I'm yeah. sorry. But Biggie got gunned down in LA, another busy place. You'd think there'd be plenty of witnesses, you know what I mean, as well, yeah. too. No street cameras, no street cameras. Yeah, in LA, and even if it was 97, I'm sure they have some street cameras. After there. the riots in 92, they put cameras everywhere. You got no camera for this? Here, <laughs> you know, I mean, I know his family sued the city of LA for a wrongful death lawsuit um, against, the LA, against the LAPD because of corrupt, of possible corruption and things like that. But I, it just makes me wonder, like, man, after all these years, they still can't, you know, get this done, you know, and they're still looking yeah, into idea, it, you killer, know. And and I've gone on record saying this: if Tupac and Biggie don't get killed, rap and and slash hip hop are completely different right now. I I, I do don't think we would have what we would have right now, you know. And it made me think about, you know, where do these guys rank in the, like in the top rappers of all time? I was just going to quickly name my top five if you don't mind and you guys can go if you want um in the one two and three i have no particular order um i'm gonna say biggie nas and jay-z i'm particularly nas because nas is my favorite but i have no order for one two and three um, and if someone puts them in any order i don't care but nas biggie jay-z i'll say four is big pun and i'll put tupac at number five with like jada kiss and eminem slightly right behind right 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 there behind them but that's that would be my second top five jay-z nas biggie big pun and tupac chris what would be your just your personal personal preference it does obviously it means nothing in the, in the real world but just what do you who's your top five of all time oh man you're putting me on the spot here like top five oh you, you basically named them all sure i would i don't have them in any particular order but i would have jay-z nas Biggie, Pac, and Eminem. And I have a, a no particular one through five for me. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine. One, but those are like my five. I would say those are the five and you can like shuffle them up, throw them up and boom. Yeah. 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 No, that's fine. I, no, that's, a, that's a solid. Obey, what's your top five, dead or alive? You know, I'm... I'm going to say that I'm biased. I came into... I moved to the United States at a time when rap was just starting to be mainstream huge everywhere and you can see guys like Tupac on MTV mm-hmm. uh and so you know as much as people used to be like oh blah blah, blah. like Machiavelli was one of my favorite tapes ever to mm-hmm. put in listen um tapes, um, tapes right <laughs> um but since then because there has been so much rap and so much lyricism and so many things that have you know one thing that I can connect with with the person that I put number one is that he used to rap about things that I dealt with at the time because he and I grew up during the same time. So for him to be able to weave in the things that I grew up with that he grew up with, Mm -hmm. like I can never remove myself from that. And he just had the best lyrics all the time, guaranteed. Anybody's terrible uh, mixtape, anybody's terrible beats. Wayne is number one. 
Jay Z is number two. Okay. Uh, Notorious B.I.G. is number three. Uh, Eminem is number four, and Fabulous is number five. Ooh, he said Fab, yo. And, I was like, Fab is one of my personal favorites. Definitely, Fab is one of my favorites. You know, people are going to have their decisions on how he has treated himself in his private life. I wish he was a little better with people. I wish that he was not, uh, you know, didn't have bouts of violence and whatnot. But pure lyricism from the day that you saw him in the beginning when he used to wear the jerseys mm. and street dreams and all that stuff to the mixtape after mixtape after mixtape. He mixed it. Right. Him and Wayne gave us something that I can go in the lab and I can give you lyrics that have nothing to do with making a studio album, which is for the records. Mm-hmm. If they had bots, they would have just had bots say whatever their their albums were, were amazing. And they would keep giving us studio hits because I could probably sit down and enjoy all of the mixtapes of all of our favorite rappers more than some of their studio, studio albums. albums. No, no, because studio album. albums were controlled by the record labels, the A&R, and also their nonsense that didn't really mean that the music mm-hmm. was good. Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff in the lab was way better. So no, that's my That's favorite. actually a very, very fair point. And I do uh, you know, agree with you there. Uh, but yeah, Fab, that brings me back. That brings, especially back in like our college days. Like a little oh, fabulous was big word. back then. Oh my God. My girl be telling me to kill the competition, boo. But I'd be telling her there is no competition too. Woo. Come on. I can't <laughs> deny it. Rada, you like he, oh my hey, goodness. Yo, like... yo, man, Fab, that was, that was some fire day. Yo, I can tell you, hip rap and hip hop back then was so fire. Like '90s and early 2000s, there was so many bangers back then. Yeah. Oh my god! But we can we can all get music, that. We all music was so much better back then. I'm gonna throw the Marshall Mathers <laughs> LP on right now. Like all music all day. was so better back then. But... <laughs> throw yeah. the Eminem show on and just listen and just let it play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we can that's that's a whole other discussion we can have for sure we can keep going but anyway let's get into some our sports talk we're going to start off with the nba obviously the biggest news recently out of the nba was the trade of all-star point guard damian lillard finally happening this has been in the works for months now where he requested a trade he was long saying he was never leave portland he was in portland he was a trailblazer for life and that changed real quick when he realized he wasn't going to win no damn title in portland it's great to be loyal, but it comes to a point where, you know what? Loyalty only going to get you so damn far. And look where it got him. Not a damn place. It didn't get him nowhere. It got him to, what, the second round of the playoffs? That's about that's about it, okay? And so he was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks in a three-team deal. Now, excuse me, a three-team deal that involved the Phoenix Suns. Um, so he went over to Milwaukee. Portland got Drew Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, another guy. But now Holiday actually got traded from Portland to Boston, which we want to talk about. That is a big move. I like that move a lot. Drew Holiday is a first of all, he's an all-star. He's a great two-way player. He is a great two-way player. I love that move by Boston. It strengthens them a lot. And they didn't really give up too much. I think they gave up like Robert Williams III, um, Malcolm Brogdon, and I think a first-round pick. I think that and that. So for Drew Holiday, that's a good lineup. Um, I'm wondering. Oh, uh, I'll go, Chris. I'll go to you first. I'm wondering, how, first of all, how much does this trade really improve Milwaukee getting in Damian Lillard? So, Sherman, I have to ask: Are we a PG-13 or an R-rated uh, show? We'll say PG slash PG-13. <laughs> okay, so loyalty um, <laughs> will only get you so far as holding something in your hand until no one's there to help you with that. That's all we did that. So, um, so for Dame Lillard, good for him. Good for him that he finally took his, like, 
as much as he could. He took as much control of his career as he could. Obviously, I think everyone knows that he wanted to go to the Miami Heat. Things didn't happen. So he took the second best option, which I actually think is his best option to go to the Milwaukee uh, Bucks to, to, to partner with arguably the best player in the league with Giannis. If you look at their stats, guys, last year, Giannis averaged 29.9 points a game. Dame averaged 32.2 points per game. And when Dame averaged that, he was actually the third leading scorer in the league. So, like, this is an absolute huge move for the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, between those two guys, there's three quarters of your scoring. They did lose a huge piece in Drew Holiday, like you said, which I think he is the best two-way player in the game of the NBA. Like, I don't think he's the best offensive player, but if you take offensive, defensive combined, I think he is that guy. Hmm. Um, it was a perfect move for him. Went to Portland for a hot second. Now he's with the Celtics. So they, those are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. I think it was a dynamic shift, not just in the Eastern Conference, but in the NBA. It put the West on notice, which we all know the West is the best, you know, conference. But it put the West on notice, like, hey, we got two juggernauts right here. And, Thanks. you know, yeah, I mean, be honest. And, 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 and don't sleep on depending on what happens with James Harden, don't sleep on the 76ers too. So like, yeah. I mean, I think, I think honestly it made it, it made the East very top heavy, but in a good way. Like, I think it is a very, it's, it made the league a lot more competitive, a lot more mm. interesting to me this year. It's, it's funny that you mentioned Harden in the 76 Apparently that just a couple of hours ago, they report uh, reported that he is going to report to training camp. Oh, okay. um, for Philadelphia because you know, we he's recording requested a trade he was kind of hold out but apparently he's he is yep. he's okay. going to report to training camp he wasn't there today he wasn't there for media day he wasn't there the first day of training camp I think they're holding that at Colorado State University but they they're they're possibly expecting him to arrive tomorrow so I thought that was interesting Obed but do you, do you think he shows up in a um Daryl Morey is a liar t-shirt or no <laughs> dude that's he had he had the club girls showing that on the screen in public in the public in the how do you call your boss a liar and still have a job you, you know what i mean but let me just ask you this a bit as far as the dame yannis damien damien yannis it's going to be one of the best duos in the in the league obviously you still got guys like steph and clay you still have the joker and jamal murray you still have kd and devin booker Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. Where does this now Giannis and Dame duo rank in your eyes? Um, all that matters is that they are uh, they are one of the best in their conference because it gives them a chance, right? The only real reason why we thought so highly of the Nets having uh, Kyrie and uh, Kevin Durant is because having the two of them together gives you a chance. Right. So, I mean, I have to say that they are Man, I mean, we've always thought of the Bucks as the team to beat out in the East. We want it to be the Heat. Everybody's begging for it to be the Heat. And the Heat just, they got uh, uh, Jimmy Butler out here looking like, you know, the lead singer from from like a, a emo band. You know what I mean? Like my man, my man has his hair cut. Like he <laughs> needs to have his wrist cut. You know what I mean? Out, so out here looking, looking like a bootleg prince. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Prince would never be that sloppy. Like, let's be honest. But, but at any rate, at any rate, like, yeah. RIP. Um, I'm going to say that they are the best in the East right now until somebody beats them. And the team that should be beating them is the Miami Heat featuring Damian Lillard, uh, a, a straight up documented Heat fan. 
Uh, but yeah, but he is going to go. Well, he wants to go to where championships have been won and they have a championship mentality. Do you, so, so Giannis, and I love, I love when immigrants say immigrant things because then Americans get to learn. And so Giannis was asked about why he doesn't train with some of the other stars. And he was just like, that doesn't make sense to me. I'm competing against you for this. I'm trying to build something for my family. You're trying to build something for your family. No, I'm not going to go train with you. I'm going to train on my own and we're going to battle. Right. Mm. And so, you know, that's a fair, that's, that's fair. That's fine. Michael, wrong, Michael, Jordan, that. Michael Jordan is famous for saying he won the series against the Suns because the first game they got beat, got blown out. Chris, uh, uh, Charles Barkley looked great, was a monster. He hadn't, didn't want anything to do with Jordan. So you know what Jordan did the next day before their game two? He said, you know what we should do? Let's go, let's go play golf. They go, they go golfing, right? Jordan is showing Charles Barkley the greatest time in his life. They are buddy, buddy, buddy. And as Jordan has said, as soon as he got Charles Barkley on his side, the series was over because the fire was gone. Mm. So I'm a rock with the Bucks and say that the Bucks are going to be at least... <laughs> competing for the nba championship next year coming out of the east yeah i i think it's milwaukee and boston in the east for sure i don't think miami will be able to contend we don't know about philadelphia Miami did as good as they could for as long as they could like i, I give miami yeah. all the credit in the world like for yeah. where they were like in you know positions they're at now but i listen jimmy butler and all his beautiful pat uh pete davidson hair you know, he is, <laughs> I God love him, but it ain't going to change a thing. They had their chance and it was last year, to be honest. Um, but no, it, it is, is definitely Milwaukee and Boston by a landslide. Like, yeah. it's not even close. Like, and in Phil and Philadelphia, they got the running MVP and Joel Embiid. Well, we don't he know. He didn't deserve if, that MVP. He didn't deserve but, that MVP. I, mean, I was joking, but, Sam T. But one person averaging 35, 10, and 7 a game. I mean, and Harden might not even be there. Like, guys, right. Harden might not be there when the season starts. So, yeah. So, yeah, for sure. And All Maxie, right. we're unsure about Maxi. So, like, whatever. Yeah. Let's keep it going, guys. Let's quickly talk uh, some college football. The most one of the hyped up games from last weekend was USC in Colorado. Colorado put up a good fight. I got to say, uh, I thought USC was going to blow them out by, and they, at they one were. point they were, you know what I mean? They were, I think they were up by what, uh, like 20 points, you know, they were up by like 20 and Colorado made it interesting. Um, but USC did win 48 to 41. I got to say, Caleb Williams is winning back to my Heisman trophies. I'm sorry. Ain't, ain't nobody stopping it. I know people are talking about Michael Penix Jr. Out of, um, uh, was it Washington? People talking about him and his numbers that he's putting up. Okay. But Kelly Williams, Daniel, USC, really a reigning Heisman Trophy winner. Ain't nobody stopping this dude. But anyway, um, do you think, Chris, that the hype of Colorado will start to die down now, now that they've lost these two in a row, first last week against Oregon, now USC? And like and I said this to uh, our, our, our boy Gabe, shout out to Gabe, uh, off air before, where – like he's like, oh, they look good. They look good. I said, all right. After that first game against ECO, wait for the next four weeks, dude. Because you see their schedule coming up. Just wait. Yes, I like what Dion is doing. He's you know revamped his team, but that don't mean that he's just because Dion is nice and what he's doing and all that stuff. That don't mean he got all star all star players. Great. Some of these guys are are dope. Shador is good. His son Shiloh, Travis Hunter. They got some good dudes. Absolutely. But that don't mean they can compete with 
the USC's and the Georgia's and the Ohio State's all of a sudden overnight. So pump the brakes, people. That's all I'm saying. Can they be great one day? Sure. I hope so. I literally hope so. All I'm saying is pump the brakes. What do you think, Chris? Um, so can they compete? Yes, they can and have they. Yes, they beat the uh, team that was in the national championship game last year, which we all know. I mean, it's a different team this year, but it, they still did. Then they went and beat um, no, uh, <clears throat> Nebraska, a Big Ten team, which isn't like uh, an I mean, unranked for, Nebraska team. Yes, but like long term, like you know, Nebraska is a still a a perennial Big Ten like powerhouse. Um, yes, they got brought back to life against Oregon, especially against Oregon, mm-hmm. USC. But what I loved about the U- uh, USC game was that the fact that they were down, like you said, by 20 points and the fact that they fought their way back in a team that is clearly more talented, clearly better than them. And the fact that they got it to within a score. And if it wasn't for a couple plays here and there, that is a tie game. Like that is, that is a right there and, and it's a shootout. So the, the buzz around the, the, to your point, no, I actually, I think if they lose, if they continue to lose, I actually think it's going to be more. I think people are going to live tune in more and say like, okay, can they rebound? Can they come back? Can they do more? Because okay. I mean, look, look at it guys. They, they won one game last year, right? I think it was one game. Was it one game? They, they, won, they one won one game. One game. One game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so already at three. So he's literally three times, Dion has already three times. <laughs> what they did last year so I, it's already a win even if they lose every game at this point it is a win on the season but no i mean honestly i think i love what he's doing for college football i love what he's doing um for the sport and for those young men and honestly like i can't wait to see where they go from here like even if they only end the season at 500 i i take that as a win Obed, what's your thoughts on colorado and everything and you know kind of where they're stand moving forward quickly uh, unfortunately, I feel like people don't understand that football is a multifaceted game where there's offense, defense, special teams, and coaching that is going on at all times in your organization, as well as the team that you are playing against. So, yes, it's fantastic. You have a few names on offense. Yes, it's fantastic. You have a defense that does some things, probably not well, because they keep giving up a ton of points. Um, I would say that, the, like, as I said before, this is a four or five loss team that is going to have some highlights is going to make some plays, but you know, is not prepared to deal with and contend against super boosted, massive organizations that have been around ad, ad nauseum. Currently there was a ploy to get uh, Florida state out of the ACC by selling off the sports section of the school, the team to an investment fund so that that investment fund could then be lick or uh, uh, excuse me, paid off over time through investment deals that the AC that uh, FSU would then get right mm-hmm. like these things mm-hmm. are so big and and I'm I think it's a great story guys but in the, in the grand scheme of it you should pick up your Forbes and you should see how many times the University of Texas football team has been listed as one of like the top money earning teams in in Forbes and just realize that one guy and a few recruits out of 80 people he brought over is not about to change any of that four or five lost team enjoy what you're watching have fun with it they're not competing for the BCS championships you I keep selling BCS championship yeah well, no we use a BCS I, was not, I, was I, don't, I don't think he's not competing though for the BCS championship like well, remember I, college football two, playoff college football playoff. Playoff. Yes, yes, yes. I'm saying like those are two different arguments so like but I'm saying from going from a team that was one win 
Right. Like literally, Chill. and it's great. That's what we said. Yeah. It's but, a good that's thing. what I'm saying. Like to, to to make them like at least a you know contender of like their. But I just think they're getting like, overhyped. You got you got like The Rock out there, and Little Wayne, and no, Offset, and I, I, don't, all, I don't think it's that's overhyped. all I'm saying. Oh man, you got Little Wayne running out with the team. Wait oh, a minute, man. Jay Z was there last week, so like Jesus. No. <laughs> just, okay, now give me your argument about why it's not overhyped after Jay Z was there. Please. No, but what I think it's, <laughs> it is a great thing for college football and for these young men. It is a great thing, like just to bring awareness to the sport and awareness to Colorado, like, right. So even if Dion leaves, like, I, I think he's going to stay through next year because his, his son has to stay through next year, like eligibility wise, he has to stay. So he's going to stay at least one more year. So he's going to get some recruits. So then even if he leaves after next year, mm-hmm. at least that puts Colorado the opportunity to now compete in their new conference uh, against all these other ones that are going to get the five-star recruits. Like, so I just think yeah. it's a good thing. Okay. No, it's it's definitely a good no. thing. Uh, definitely a good thing. No, that's I just, fair. That's you know, fair. people that's, that's to not... temple their expectations of what this team could be. You know, yeah, I think they'd be that's... your, oh, no, your no, classic not, solid not... Pac-12 team that makes some plays, is on TV Pac-2. for a reason. Pac-2. 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 <laughs> Sorry, pardon me. Pardon me. Yeah. Had a couple departures there. Yeah, Pac-2. Gonna, no. Colorado's not going to win a national championship. Colorado's never, they're never going to be back to the days of um, Cordell Stewart. Cordell you know, Stewart, like, yeah, yeah. Lifting the leg up, you know, like, but like they're, they're never going to do that. Like, but. Shout out Nate Solder. Thank you very much. Fantastic left tackle for the Patriots that we got. I was say, of course, you got to mention the Patriots but, player. But, but, <laughs> like, but, but at least it puts them back in relevancy and it's good for these kids. It's good. It's good for college football, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, I, I told you, I think we can all agree on that. Do, you know? do we agree that this is a better sideshow than the 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 evaporation of the Pac-12 doesn't this kind of didn't can we say that Dion has just saved the the basically that would have been the uh, the dissolving of the Pac-12 in everybody in public 100 yeah Yeah, fair I think fair fair enough right yeah let's get into our uh NFL discussion fellas let's start off with some week four recapping some games first up Buffalo easily handles Miami at home, getting that victory 48 to 20. I think a lot of people were uh, surprised by this, the, the uh, size of the victory about Buffalo. I think last week, bet. I mean, I did pick Buffalo to win it, but I said I wouldn't be surprised if Miami won this game. I picked Buffalo morally because they were at home. I think I said that. But the yeah. fact that they won by 28 was pretty surprising. This is coming up a team that went, we put up 70 the week before albeit it was against Denver and we know Denver's defense is just is just terrible um you know they 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 can't stop a cold pretty much but uh yeah Buffalo looks good dude Josh Allen is doing what we expect Josh Allen to do um he was efficient with the football 21 of 25 with 320 yards in the fourth time literally four incompletions that's efficient that's efficient progress you know what I mean that's good that's a good good day for for him and you know one thing that was terrible for the Bills defense, they lost Tredavious White. He's got out, out with a torn Achilles. He's done for the season. And the fact that they still don't even have Von Miller back yet, I'm like, oh, come on. He's I think he's going to be off the pup list after this week. We'll see where he's at. But it's like, damn, we just about to get Miller back. Now White goes out. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, it's 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 hurting me. It's hurting me, man. Ben, what's your, what was your quickly your thoughts on the game? Um, Man, I'm just – there's so many – intersections where i'm trying to make sense of things and like it doesn't people are not going to like the synopsis but this is the best that i can do 
Okay, so we claim that the Dolphins were amazing for blowing out the Broncos by 50 points, right? That's where we're at right now. So the Broncos got to have this stellar offense, even though historically right now, the Broncos have one of the worst defenses. What about the Dolphins defense? Because they do not have Jalen Ramsey, their big signing from the offseason. They gave up 34 to the Chargers. Do we? Does anybody here think the Patriots have a good defense, a good, good offense? You mean the, any, oh, the, the Patriots have a good Patriots. offense? Does anyone here anyone here think that the Patriots no. have a have a competent offense? No. Well, well, well they put it. Real question. Like, I'm sorry. Right. So the Patriots put up 17 on them and only gave up 24 to them. Right. Then they go out and they blow out the Broncos, but they gave up 20 points to the Broncos, who we don't actually think are good. And so they go. Well, out one of those was on, was on a kick return. So one was on a kick return. Fair as well. But mm-hmm. you know, we 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 then have to look at them going in a, up against the Bills. The Bills, who I feel like are an actual like solid team, right? Mm-hmm. Who I think have a few missing pieces in the secondary now with the loss of Tre'Davious White and but a linebacker who they are welcoming back soon, Von Miller. Maybe that helps out a little bit. But yeah, for sure, the, they have to bad teams. They've only given up ten points. 16 to the Jets because of all of the turnovers, three to the Commanders. I don't think that the Bills and the Dolphins are in the same tier because the Dolphins are clearly not playing well defensively, having to come out here and throw up a bunch of points so that they can win games. Mm-hmm. And if you keep them from scoring a whole bunch of points, like the Patriots showed that you can do, that the Bills were able to copy because it's a divisional team. I don't, I feel like the the I feel like Miami is not what three and one is supposed to look like. I'm gonna say that now. And then so. Yes, the Bills are clicking. Mm-hmm. The Bills are going to have tests and probably, you know, look a lot better in their tests than the Dolphins do. But this is, if you want to talk about the Super Bowl window, it's still open in Buffalo if you're going to come out and play like this. Okay, now, and if you're going to give me Stefan Diggs doing uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin celebration <laughs> with the fans. <laughs> yeah, that was dope. Crashing yeah. the beers together. Crashing the beers, yeah. He, yeah, he better so. bring that same energy through the rest of the year, and I think they'll be quite all right. Yeah, Diggs definitely had a good one. Six catches, 120 yards, three touchdowns. Chris, uh, your thoughts on this game and whether or not you think Josh Allen is an MVP candidate right now? Gosh, guys, it's so early. It's so hard to tell that. Honestly, my MVP candidate, and I'm going to maybe go off the radar here a little bit because we obviously know this is just a quarterback uh, award at this point. Um, I, I, I think it's Christian McCaffrey. I, I think the, what, what he's doing down in Sanford is absolutely insane mm-hmm. um, to go off completely. But to, to no, roll no, back, nothing, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. The, I think the Josh crazy Allen, thing I is mean, that it's consistent. The craziest thing about it is that he just does it every single time. He does the ball. Does yeah. It. And like he hasn't won an MVP yet. It just shows yes. the problem in the MVP trophy. Yes. And, that, and to your point, Obed, like that, that's the thing. So was it two, three weeks ago, people were yelling at Josh Allen saying, oh my God, he's erratic. He's doing this. He's not being Josh Allen. And now after two good weeks in a row, and I was like, oh, he's Josh Allen again. So like, it's tough for me to say guys that he's the MVP at this point. Again, if we're just throwing off of a QB stat, I would still say it's probably Tua if we're just going to do off the, you know, QBs. But I, I put McCaffrey as the MVP at this point. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I still think Miami has an explosive offense. They can put up numbers, you know, with, with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. Um, this dude, A-Chain, looked great on the ground again. You know, only eight carries for 101 yards, but yet Raheem Moster had seven carries for only nine yards. So Miami obviously could not run the ball very well. I mean, A-Chain got most of his yards on one long run of 55 yards there. 
But, you know, they just were not running the ball much at all. You know, two, two only threw 35 yards. Just the Bills really controlled the clock. I think that's what it, that's really what it was. But, yeah, good one there for Buffalo um, for sure. Uh, Chris, we got to talk about your Steelers. We have to. I'm sorry to bring it up. I know it's a, probably a sore subject. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, my condolences, sir. Um, we wish you well in your future endeavors. <laughs> but uh, Houston beating up on your – the Houston Texans won 30-6 to six over your Steelers. Steelers got beat not by Steelers. That's not my Steelers. That's not my Steelers. <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not claiming them He doesn't now? claim them anymore. Oh, he doesn't claim them anymore. Oh, hey, that is not my Steelers. That's the Steelers that I know. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know I didn't know there was your stepchild. You ain't claiming them no more. You're, you're not trying to put Absolutely. them on your taxes? I brought lunch for my son. I didn't bring lunch for everybody else. That's you're not, that's that's stepchild right there. You ain't, putting, you ain't put, listing them as a dependent? Oh, okay. I see where you're uh, at. All right. You don't get no tax off me, no. Uh, I mean... Yo, and I got. Uh, I will let you talk about the Steelers, but can we say C.J. Stroud looks looks good as as a rookie? As a mind you, he's ain't he's not an MVP candidate or anything, but as a rookie, he the kid looks good. He look he looks a lot better than Bryce Young in Carolina. I can we can, I can tell you that much for sure. But let me uh, let me stop, uh, Chris. Touch on the game. You know, talk about your how terrible, how how miserable you are about your Pittsburgh Steelers. Chairman, the amount of pain that I feel in my stomach isn't, isn't COVID. It's not RSV. It's not the flu. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers. That is what is hurting me all day, every day. Oh, gosh. How awful do I feel and looking? But to your point about CJ Stroud, real quick to sideway onto that, he looks phenomenal. He, he, right now, he's looking like the best pick of the quarterbacks of, of last year's draft. Great job by that team, by, by the Houston Texans, who were the biggest laughing stock of the NFL last year, just so we all know. And now they possibly, if they continue on, could win their division. It is a possibility. Um, but to my Steelers, oh my goodness, guys. I mean, it is awful. I mean, you look at Kenny Pickett right now, uh, for the year right now, he's only at 800 yards passing. 800 through four games, four touchdowns, four interceptions, a QBR. If I was to say, guys, over and under 60, what would you say? Probably going to be under. I'd say under. 29.3. <laughs> it is awful. So him and his little hands, his little hands coming out of college, that he couldn't basically hold a football, mm-hmm. is coming to fruition because he's turning the ball over. It is bad decision making i mean but it is bad play calling uh canada the offensive coordinator is just not putting him in a position for him to be successful he we knew going into the season he doesn't have he's not bryce young he's not trevor once he doesn't have arm talent he doesn't have mobility he's not a talented talented quarterback but he can make good decisions make right reads do the certain things but you're not putting him in that position to do that so when you don't put him in a position to do that and he's not even that talented of a quarterback what do you have? Oh, we have. Oh, you got the guy from uh, the Giants. What's his name again? Oh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. That's what you have, except three years prior. So what you're going to have with the Steelers is Daniel Jones, just three mm. years prior. Mm. So like, like a, lot of, a lot of people saying Matt Canada needs to go coaching Canada because oh you don't know what he's doing in this league. 
and, and here's the problem it's like and, and people keep going on like how you know well the defense will have 30 points okay well when you're out there three quarters of the game you're gonna get tired gentlemen that's gonna happen it doesn't matter like it's it's just when you go three and out every time it doesn't matter your defense is gonna get tired so i mean they're 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 a mess, but here's a, here, here's actually the silver lining, gentlemen. I thought the Bengals were going to run away with the division this year. They are awful, and it's because Joe Burrow is hurt. Definitely hurt. Um, oh, he is? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just as so many people were telling me, I don't watch a lot of college football. I'm not going to lie to you guys. And so when I an- analyze fantasy football and who I think are, like, the best players – I hear this character come out of college saying that the guy who just put on the most yards since Randy Moss is stealing his moves and that he's going to show you who the top guy, Justin Jefferson is the truth. I am Mm -hmm. still waiting to see this Jamar chase that everyone speaks of from all of these fantastic games and big opportunities with Justin Jefferson on the other side, probably taking all the defensive attention. Uh, I'm ready to see it. And it hasn't, I haven't seen it yet. And I'm kind of concerned that he won't listen to his man who says, Hey, uh, excuse me, talking about the coach, the uh, the quarterback here uh, in Joe Burrow. Like maybe you should rest this ankle now. We now this calf. Now we understand mm-hmm. why the head, the uh, owner came down and took a little ride and talked to his guy and was like, "Are you sure you want to do this? Why don't you sit down? Why don't you relax for a little bit?" No, sorry, sorry to cut in. That just I, no, I, it's okay. Because they didn't want to go on three. That's why it's true. That's my only silver lines for the Steelers at this point is that that division, which I thought was going to be very top heavy, like maybe two or three teams making the playoffs. I don't even know who wins the division. Should they even make the playoffs? So, like, so I'm kind of like, you know, I'm like, uh, so like my only like lining for the Steelers, I'm like, yeah, make it to 500. Like Tomlin has always done 500 team or above. Yeah, maybe they back it up, back it up and get into the playoffs. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, it looks rough for sure in Pittsburgh. I don't know if Kenny Pickett's the dude. Um, he he not, might not be that franchise guy they were he's hoping to be. He's a dude. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I tell you, the Steelers started going downhill when they lost Cam Hayward to a groin injury. He's yes. the heart and soul in the middle of that defense. He allows I mean, TJ Watt to go out there and be the most TJ Watt he can be. Even the TJ Watt's numbers are still crazy. It is my goodness, uh, and I don't know about this injury. It looked like something like a high ankle sprain, perhaps for. uh for Kenny Pickett, hopefully he recovers soon and gets back out there. But yeah, you know, yeah, Steelers don't look very Steelers right now. Yep. Uh, oh, oh, bad. And I guess the other one we got to talk about. You talk about your Patriots losing real big to thirty-eight to three to the Dallas Cowboys. Obviously, we all knew the Dallas Cowboy defense is for real, even without Trey Trayvon Diggs. They are a top elite defense. Now they obviously would be better with Diggs. But let's face it. I think people are kind of build up the Cowboys again. You know, coming off, and I said, it, I said it to you last week, Obed. They were gonna blow, didn't I say they would blow out your Patriots because they're gonna have that bad taste in their mouth coming off that loss against Arizona. I said that exactly. I was like, no, they're going, they're going, it's gonna be a rough one, and that's exactly what happened because I said well, they were angry about that loss in the desert. Okay, yeah. but again, it would, as far as the Cowboys are concerned, I'll let you go in on the Patriots in a second. As far as the Cowboys. I think we need to slow down just because they have the three and one. We look there's like I said, the defense is for real. But again, Dak Prescott hasn't. The, I'm sorry. Prescott, I just you always get into the point where you about to start firing up Dak. I, 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 he, he listen, lives in your brain rent free. Dak, Dak Prescott has four touchdowns. The Cowboys defense and special teams has four touchdowns. He has the same amount of touchdowns as the defense and special teams does through four games. And look, look at the teams they've beaten. 
The Giants. That's special teams, that's special teams right there. Yeah. Look, look at the teams the Cowboys Pretty have beat. The Giants, they ain't worth a damn. They beat the Jets. Without Aaron Rodgers, we don't. We all know Zach Wilson ain't doing nothing. You know he looked pretty good, okay the other night, and now they beat your Patriots. You just said him, and we all Chris said to go. We ain't, or you said uh, Patriots don't have a or have a great offense. Okay, so they haven't really beaten any, done anything. They're gonna have a test this weekend. We will get to that when we talk about our picks. We'll get to that. But I'm waiting for Dak Prescott to step up and really do something because he didn't have to do much, you know, again, you know, 261 and one score. Okay. And he was, I'll say he was efficient, only six incompletions. That's good football, Dak. You know, no interceptions. Okay. I like that. I like that for you, Dak. But you're not, they're not winning because of Dak. They're winning with Dak. And there's a difference. Oh, Ben, please. What do we learn in this game if the Cowboys go out here and throw up 70, right? There was multiple times where they played a very efficient passing game and hit the guys. They even tried to get Brandon Cooks going for the sake of trying to get him going in a game they knew they had control of. Like, I want to say that the Cowboys played this game out very well, very efficiently, took their chance. That fake, uh, what they threw a touchdown on a, on a field goal chunk, like a fake, they went for a fake field goal and they scored a touchdown on it. That is some trickery stuff that you had to do back in the day to get the edge on the Patriots or that the Patriots would try to get an edge on you, right? That is the level that they were operating. There's a lot of gamesmanship in this game between McCarthy and Belichick. I think there's a game within the game uh, that was great to see on both sides because usually the Patriots come out on top in ones like this. That was not the case. Off de- offense looks dysfunctional at best. Mac Jones not doing anybody any favors uh, with the two back-breaking interf- interceptions. I mean, horrible. You know, without any threat of the pass, you can't get the run game going. We don't see Ramondre Stevenson that we thought we'd see. This man averaged 2.1 yards per carry and had 14 attempts. Like, that's just un- it's unheard of for a New England Patriots team. But again, as I've said in the past, Tom Brady is bailing people out because his offenses always score points. When Tom is at the helm, Tom's going to do work. McDaniels is there. They win a Super Bowl. McDaniels is gone. Tom still wins a Super Bowl. Okay, that must be something that we could see in the thread there. Um, to Dallas's point, nobody talks about the Stephon Gilmore revenge game. No, there was nothing happening in that secondary mm-hmm. yesterday, and I think people don't understand how the when you it's already a good defense, and then you put a guy over there that won Bill Belichick a Super Bowl with an amazing uh, play pass breakup and interception in the Super Bowl uh, against the Rams. Uh, you, you just, it, it, this is what was going to happen. This was, this was going to happen. You know, um, I think, you know, this is a game where they went out and only gave CD lamb four attempts, uh, excuse me, four catches with 36 yards. He caught the touchdown, right? So he got in the end zone, but they didn't have to do much to win this game. Your leading receiver was the tight end, right? So I'm sure the Patriots came out, played solid defense from back to front as best they could. Lost Matthew Judon, unfortunately. Hope he gets better with this pectoral injury that he suffered. Um, but it's really, really hard. He had, I think they also lost Christian Gonzalez in the game as well. Their stud rookie to a shoulder injury. Um, so, you know, I mean, it kind of fell off the rails a little bit there. I would say the Patriots haven't. Man, it would be nice if they could have thrown together uh, a solid season of something right? But it's hard for me to look at their schedule and feel like they've come out here and performed well. They just haven't given up a lot of points relatively to how good the competition is, right? You only lose by five to the Eagles. You only lose by seven to the Dolphins. Uh, You win by five against the Jets. 
but the Cowboys have all the pieces. They have tight ends that can, multiple tight ends that can catch. They have multiple receivers out there, and they can try to get Renicos going. Is they were overmatched, you know. I mean, I mean, can we all agree at this point in the NFC, the two best teams, hands down, are the Cowboys and the 49ers? Like, it's not you even have to, you have to put Philadelphia. There. It's the it's the Eagles. It's the Eagles. It's the Eagles in San Fran. Listen, I, I live here in the I, well, like, maybe in their I, division. They're definitely in their division. I think the Cowboys are three. I think the Cowboys are three in the NFC. I mean, it, it is a, I mean, NFC is hands down. It's like the Western conference of the NBA, you know, in regards to like, it's no, just I, so mm-hmm. dominant. Like, no, I think, I think is, the AFC is better to be honest. I think the AFC is better. Oh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the way I've seen like the 49ers, Cowboys outside of the, you know, their hiccup last week, um, you know, the Eagles and all this stuff, like the way that the NFC top heavy is handled their business guys. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the AFC yeah. lacks the killing instinct. The lay, the yes. AFC doesn't yeah. know the AFC doesn't have closers. The only yes. closer over there is Patrick Mahomes. He will yes. shut the door. Exactly. He will shut the door. Exactly. On you that's you true. know, that's, and that's true. That's, that's true. what you'll get when you go to to uh, the Niners. That's what you get when you go to Philadelphia. You know, and it seems like the Cowboys have a balanced yeah. enough team that doesn't need a quarterback to do too much outside of play solid football. We watched Jimmy Garoppolo do this and many would argue that Dak Prescott is better than Jimmy Garoppolo has more intangibles than Jimmy Garoppolo has yeah. other skill set. Even, even look at like the Philadelphia Eagles game last week, gentlemen. Um, I was, I was watching the game and the commanders, you know, they played like the commanders were one second left. The commanders are a very, very good team. They are very good, very solid. They're, they're far better coach now than they have been in the yes, past, for sure. That's what I'm saying. So, like that, I mean, that's that's a team. Like, if that team gets in the playoffs, gentlemen, and they're they're getting hot at the same time, I would not want to play them. So that's what I just All mean right. by I feel like the NFC is like it is to my opinion is way better than the AFC, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Um, let's get into our next segment, gentlemen. Uh, you write, you mad, where Obed and I will each pose a uh, bold statement. You will tell us if we're correct or if we're outright crazy. I say to both of you, it's actually so much extra question I had, uh, I believe it was last season. I think Hassani was actually on, you know, shout out to H Germany. We were talking about this, that Raiders head coach Josh McDaniels will never be a head coach again after this season. Obed, am I right or am I just or am I mad? Thurman, I think I think you're mad. It's a it's kind of hard to say, sit here and say, well, I think that this is a good head coach. I think he's won Super Bowls. I think he's performed as an admirably when given the opportunity with the great at off as an offensive coordinator and at, there's going to be a point where they just need to take the reins of everything else away from him and just let him do the offensive stuff be a McCarthy type you're going to score points all the time but somebody else has got to handle the defense um and the special teams probably uh but you know I just think that looking at what the crop of head coaches that are out there right now you know what do we have in the ranks of college that might even be valuable right mm-hmm. and that- look they just got rid of Matt Rule I'm sure people want to think that Deion Sanders is going to show up in two years. You know, I just feel like there's a job out there somewhere for a guy who can coordinate a defense uh, offense. Uh, And look, his boy that he won Super Bowls with is part owner in the team now. So I'm sure if there's anybody going to bat for him at the board, it's probably Tom Brady. Right. So I, I, I can see, I would just, I'm gonna say you mad because I think he could still have a job after this. So I, again, let me, I mean, Kristen, before I ask you the same thing, 
I think he can, he's not, I'm not saying he won't be a coach in offense. I'm saying he won't be a head coach in this league. He is 18 and 31 as a head coach between Denver and the Las Vegas Raiders. 18 and 31. Yet he has still, he still has a job. He has not, he has never had a winning record. The best he had ever done was his first year in Denver where he went eight and eight. And then he went three and nine. Then he went six and 11 last year with the Raiders. And now he's, and now he's one and three. And especially that damn kicking that field goal last week again uh, uh, in that game. Um, who, uh, what, what game was that? Um, That's for Vegas. That's for Vegas. You know, they got to yeah. do something for the better. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that was, that was, that was ridiculous. But anyway, uh, Chris, am I right or am I mad? I think you're mad only because I mean I've I know coaches that have way way less of uh, winning percentage than he does and have gotten multiple chances. Um, he got it. He got, here's the problem with McDaniel's. He got his chances to be a head coach too soon, where he wasn't worthy. He didn't get. He, it wasn't when it was supposed to happen for him. Um, he's still young. So my thoughts are he will get another opportunity. Um, it'll probably be on a flailing team. And it's not going to be this year, like Obed said. It might not even be next year. But he'll probably get one more opportunity. And after that, then just go off to the world of being a great you know, offensive coordinator and living a great life, 30 years of, like, making $500,000 a year. <laughs> you know, being an offensive coordinator, not having to deal with the headaches and the and the BS of being a head coach. Um, so I do think you're mad on this one. I think he does have at least one more opportunity. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Gentlemen, I have a question for the two of you. Uh, You write, you mad. The best thing to save the Bengals season is to put Burrow on IR so he can rest. You write. Yeah, I'll say you write too. Yeah. (laughs) First of all, before I let you go, Chris, but he shouldn't have played last week. I get why he played because they didn't want to start 0-3. So they had to win. You know what I mean? Starting 0-3, that's just a bad look. Um, but he should have he should have rested last week, maybe even this week. But I think if he rested last week, he would have been okay for this past game. They wouldn't have gotten blown out by Tennessee. Um, at least get, let's let him sit for, I don't know, two games. Let's just say, um, if, if you know, at least that amount. You know, they've got Arizona and they've got Seattle. Let him sit against Arizona. Maybe let and let him sit against Seattle because then after that you got the Niners. You're going to need him against San Francisco. But let him at least sit out for the next two games. So, uh, Obed, you kind of because if you go on IR, I think you got to miss what four games? Is it three? You got to miss four games, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and that technically, I would say you mad, but he needs to. He, yes, he needs to sit out and get a rest. So, yeah. Chris, hundred percent. I'm I'm hundred percent with you guys. Definitely needs to sit. Like he's not the Joe Burrow that we have come to know and love over the last two or three years. Like this. He can't, he can't push the ball down past 15 yards. Like, he can't go outside the numbers. Like, it is not the same guy right now. Yeah, it's, it's rough. That calf injury is definitely hindering him for sure. Uh, guys, let's get into our week five picks before we wrap up this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Um, first off, let's start off with our picks from last week. Obed, we did, I think we did pretty well, if I'm not mistaken. I think I did a little bit better than you. Maybe you did, you did. Well, I, I didn't add up the stuff, but did you, you did a little bit better than me. Hit a, okay. You hit on a monster couple of games. I had that at Jacksonville Atlanta game. Listen, when yeah. you've got Mac Hollins barking at the quarterback, the same way that the offensive lineman was barking at Russell Wilson, you need to do something at quarterback. Mm. <laughs> Arthur uh, Smith, my God. <laughs> let's, let's get to week five. Chicago at Washington. Uh, I'm going to go Washington with this one. I like how Justin Field played last week, albeit it was against Denver. 
the old, as we said before, their, their, their defense is, is just terrible, but Justin Fields kind of was doing, you know, what Justin Fields does. He was, well, the only real mistake is met was that, that fumble that got returned for a touchdown. That was bad in the fourth quarter. You know, they kind of slowed yeah. down and Matt Eberflus going for it on fourth and one can easily kick the field goal. Shame on him. You know, and he's a defensive guy. The defense is putting up points. He's going to be out of a job pretty soon, but in this one, I'm going to go with Washington. Obed. Yeah, I'm going to go with Washington as well. I feel like uh, just overall the way that EB, Eric Bieniemy has come in and, you know, changed the culture there. I think Sam Howell is playing great. Maybe he's making mistakes, but uh, there was an understanding that he was going to go out there and do his best and the mistakes are going to happen. We're going to deal with it and correct them as we go along, but he's got command of the offense. I'm glad they got Jahan Dotson motivated. Uh, let's go Washington. Chris, who you got? Uh, Bears or Commanders? Oh, Commanders, they just came off a heartbreaking loss to the Eagles, like I just said. Um, honestly, I do think they're probably the best team in the NFC East um, of the Eagles. So the Bears are just re reeling. I mean, this is a complete rebuild. So Washington all the way. Gotcha. Uh, the Sunday morning game in London, Jacksonville at Buffalo. I think, of course, I'm going to go Buffalo. Jacksonville does play good when they're in London. They, obviously, they left that victory last week, as Obed mentioned, against Atlanta. They're in London. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Bills here, Chris. Sure, I know you're gonna hate me for this because that's your Bills, man. I I feel like Jackson. <laughs> I feel like the Jaguars are gonna have to. They're gonna pull something randomly out. I think that's gonna be a weird thing. The Buffalo's coming off of a, a, of a tough game. I I think the Jaguars. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know I don't I don't hate your pick at all. I actually don't. Honestly, because like, they're in London, the travel and everything like that. You I know, know that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. so, like I actually. Even though Buffalo, I I know is the better team, I think Jaguars are going to win this game. Uh, Obed, who you got, Jags or Bills? It's hard for me to think that uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars are just going to erupt. I am excited to see the return of Christian Kirk. You know, Calvin Ridley had had a great Week One, so waiting to see him come back to life. Uh, I'm going to go with Buffalo. I think this is a great test. For Buffalo, uh, as well as Jacksonville, I just don't think – I think Buffalo is going to control home field advantage very well this year. Remember, this one's in London. So technically oh, this one's in London. Yeah, oh, remember I said, missed yeah. that. Cheerio. Tough, tough. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> damn, and Jacksonville's like a home team in London. Yeah, I, I know. That's why, like uh, there. That's why I said I don't hate Chris's pick. Like I said, I'm going to pick Buffalo because technically Buffalo is the better team, but – I don't I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I, I think the Buffalo is a better team. I just, you know, I my pick them. I, I picked the Jaguars this week. So okay, fair enough. Missing Tredavious White. We'll see. We'll see. That's a key boss too. Uh, Houston yeah. at Atlanta. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Texans. Oh, bad. You'll see. Like we talked before, CJ Stroud. He looks good. It just kid, looks amazing the, this the kid, year. The kid the kid is, looks, yeah. You know, I mean, honestly, as much as I. I, I have been down on Houston in general. I mean, they had some great seasons there uh, back with. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, who's now in Tennessee, oh, and the yeah. before him, Arian Foster, things of that nature. CJ Stroud is cooking. Is he like like QB four right now for the amount of yards he's thrown for? He's already up to twelve hundred yards in the season. Like these kids, insane. And and I, this is a testament to me, or a testament in my eyes, uh, to solid coaching. Bobby Slowick, better known as PFF Bobby, is grooming this kid to just come out here and be successful in a very 49ers esque offense which we know is very very comfortable for a quarterback who is at least smart enough to operate it 
and he looks good. Now, I haven't seen any Damian Pierce yet. I mean, maybe he's injured. I don't know if he's hurt, but I like Houston. I like what Houston is doing, and Mm -hmm. C.J. Stroud seems to have been the pick it should have been. I don't know why people listen to Frank Reich. The only reason he's popular is because Peyton Manning won him Super Bowl. You need to relax, sir. I don't don't think Frank Reich is that good. And you're correct. Yeah, Stroud is uh, QB4 in total sort of and uh, from total yards, excuse me, only two yards actually behind Kirk Cousins for number three. Uh, Chris, what do you got here? Houston or Atlanta? Oh, I mean, Desmond Ritter is complete at this point. Like, guys, like, <laughs> blow up the boat and like everyone jump off the ship. Like, if you give me Heineke, give me Heineke. I mean, I mean, Drake I, London is waiting. Let's go. Yeah, but let's go. I mean, this is like, <laughs> this is like, you know, was it Leo and, and Rose, you know, on the thing? You're like, you know, I'll never let go, Jack. Let go. Let go, Jack. Let that girl drown, fool. Let, let that girl drown. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, like, I can't believe you got her to go go naked, man. That dude was the man, yo. <laughs> Two people could fit on that table. Two people could fit on that Facts. 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 Hashtag, hashtag Team Leo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yo, yo, the, no, the Texas. See, women trying to take everything from you, bro. Even even your last life, they try and to take everything. And you're the one getting married, so like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Carolina at Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go Lions, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna go Lions in this one. Um, I mean, like we just talked about Bryce. Young. Oh yeah, I, Bryce Young literally doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. I don't. Like, I, it's like he forgot how to play the game of football when he entered the NFL. Chris, everybody is bigger. Yeah, honestly, everybody yeah. is bigger now. And now, honestly, for him, There's some scary feel, dudes. <laughs> yeah. This, to your point, I feel bad for him because it's like he's realized it's like oh. I'm a little guy, and these are really grown ass men. Like that's what it looks like when you're watching. It looks like Macaulay Culkin. This could be a '90s movie about a kid who figures (laughs) out that he's a football phenom, and he goes out there to play, and he looks like the little giants. Here's the thing: is like he actually is a talented quarterback, and that's the thing. It's like I feel bad for him because he's obviously you're put when you're the number one overall pick, you're put in a bad situation to begin with, right, guys? Like this is a bad team, so you put that on top of the fact that he looks like me. And I am not a professional athlete by any standards. <laughs> so, like, I'm saying, like, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, ain't, you know, even, a, ain't even an amateur oh. athlete by any means. Yeah. <laughs> no, you could have no. won a D2 Heisman. I bet you could have won a D2 Heisman. <laughs> D2 club. D, D, D16 Heisman, if you mean. Nah, but no, it's not even. This is why I said been numerous times. I am not a fan of rookie QBs starting immediately. Let them sit and learn. Look how much better they looked with Andy Dalton the week before. Because he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. I'm not saying Andy Dalton's the answer and all this, but all the other stuff. But let him actually learn who someone from someone who has that legitimate NFL experience. And Andy Dalton does. Okay? That's all I'm saying. I'm not a fan of this. These rookie QB signing right away. Uh, uh, Obed, I'm, I'm assuming you're going lines as well, too. Right? With Chris? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tennessee to Indianapolis. Even though the Colts are getting back Jonathan Taylor this week, I want to go Indy, but man, I feel like this is a toss. I'm going to say Tennessee right now. Honestly, I'll let you guys go. And I, I may, I may change my pick by the time you guys are done talking. Oh, 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 oh bet it was Titans or Colts. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Colts. I could absolutely see why Tennessee now leaning on uh, their workhorse and King Henry could be back. They, so there was a sequence where they got down to the red zone. They lined up with Derrick Henry as the, taking the direct snap, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, a timeout is called by Cincinnati. They're like, no, we're not doing that. You guys got to, you know, let's take a look at it. Give them a chance. Yeah. They reset. They go back out in the same set and run the same play they wanted to play. They wanted Mm -hmm. to run emphasizing that this is how they are going to win games. This is how they're going to do their, their business is going to get back to committing to Henry. I am going to pick Indianapolis because I think Indianapolis was one piece away from a game they should have won against the Rams that they just couldn't make a play when they needed to, where it showed that they needed another playmaker out there. If they had had another playmaker out there, it would have made the game easier for them. But all the attention is on the kid. This man in Anthony Richardson took a hit from, uh, uh, from Aaron Donald and still made the play. There's not many human beings that can do that. And I'm, I'm, you know, one of them I saw do it in a Super Bowl and Tom Brady. So if you can do something that Tom Brady did, I have to think you got the minerals for something. So I'm going to go in Indianapolis. Should Jonathan Taylor be out there? I think they have the win, but I, I could see them losing if it just comes out and is the Derrick Henry show again, you know, Chris Titans or Colts. So your point of bed, um, I think that the fact that Richardson isn't completely there, like I don't think yet the possible concussion and things like of that nature, that's going to be a detriment to their opportunity to win. But um, the fact they have Derrick Henry lining behind center and throwing touchdown passes over their current quarterback makes me confident that they're going to win this game. Because <laughs> he's out there. Literally. <laughs> yeah, literally. I was like, thank God Derrick Henry is throwing touchdown passes. Passes. Right. I, I, so, I still don't. I still don't know why DeAndre Hopkins went there to play Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I still, I still, I still yeah. don't know. That was ridiculous. So long story short, to close to home. yeah. Long story short, I think Titans are going to win this. It's going to be a close game, four or five points, but it, I think Titans. Yeah. Uh, the New York Football Giants at Miami. Miami's winning by twenty. Next, Chris, go. That's all I'm going to say about this one. The Giants got Giants got a rough two weeks. Chris. Yeah. Next. I know we're in a big Taylor Swift thing right now, so I'm just going to say, thank you, next. Thank wow. You. No, the no. Swifties are out. We're not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that on the, on oh. the show. We're not doing that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> just, we're not, no, we're not doing that. You Let's see, he's it. a professional fan of something, too, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fan of long backs, as Obed said, right? <laughs> Look, 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 look it up. Look it up. Look at heart where we for my for my day uh do some marrow, my day some marrow dudes out. Look there. A, you, you, looking, looking like up. she looking like she walking around with an iron board strapped to her back. So okay. Some uh, dudes are into that. Listen, <laughs> Travis Kelsey's the blackest man she'll ever date. Yo, hit me on team money. <laughs> Anytime, anytime, bro. Any, uh, anytime, money. I yeah. got you. Anyway, we uh, I think we are we're all going Miami. New Orleans at New England, battle of the news. Uh I'm going to Orleans. Just because New England can't, the New England's offense is terrible. We just talked about it all bad, right? Man, I'm so shocked at what has occurred. I thought that they were cooking with something. Like I said, you lose by five, you lose by yeah, lose by seven. It's not too bad. I feel like you're in the hunt in the games, and then you put out a stinker. You know, I just they don't. And so honestly, we talked about Jalen Hurts needing the big number one. You brought Josh Allen the big number one. Uh, you know, I just don't see the big number one there for. Uh, this kid to make the game a little bit easier right I don't think Devontae Parker is it they have the most ho-hum Kendrick Bourne is not it he's a great story he's a great guy but he's somebody's two probably a three on another team right yeah. and this guy gets yeah. major snaps so you know I think I think what they're doing is confident and competent coming from Bill O'Brien 
it looked a lot better when uh, Bailey Zappi was out there. Maybe like he gets a different look from Bailey when Bailey Zappi's out there, but it's to be clear, it's not working. And I don't know if Mac is going to rebound and how he'll rebound in this game. So I'm going to go to New Orleans, especially, you know, they got, I think they have more competent pieces on their side to get things done. I think they should play Jameis Winston. I can't believe he came out and threw one pass and it was a good interception. Oh my God. <laughs> the most Jameis. The oh, most Jameis thing, thing he could do. do. Oh, my God. Yeah, look, I don't know. Maybe that LASIK wore off. I don't know. Um, he, just, he did just get his eyes fixed. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, I'm going to go to New Orleans. Chris, New Orleans or New England? So there was a game that Penn State played. Um, Sherman and I, you, you know, we could probably possibly remember this. Um, back in the day where Penn State, I think it was Iowa, the final score was six to four because there was two safeties and two mm-hmm. field goals in the game. That's what's probably going to happen in this game, which is <laughs> like, I genuinely feel like it's gonna be like one of those games where it's like, no one scores an actually offensive touch. It's going to be like a pick six, a fumble recovery them for a safety. Like, yeah. it's going to be a random score. 13 to 10, something like that. I, honestly, so I don't have a pick, guys, for this one. I don't care. I don't care. Either way. Either way. <laughs> oh, all right. All right. Toss-up. Yeah. Take them both lose. You'd be happy. Uh, AFC North matchup, Baltimore at your Pittsburgh Steelers, Chris. I'm going to go Ravens, and I'm – think you might go Ravens too, Chris, even though it's your Steelers. Oh, no, absolutely. Especially because it's home against Baltimore. I mean, division games are always tough in the AFC North. We know that. Like, it's one of the toughest divisions in sports in general. But the fact that the Steelers are reeling the way they are, like, it's no. I mean, honestly, I think this is going to be a 10-point game. Like, I think Steelers are losing by at least 10. Okay. Obed? All those teams are garbage. Um... (laughs) I will say that Baltimore is going to win this game. Remember when people were talking about Cleveland was a historic defense? We were just talking about it last week. I think I, I, mean, I, I wasn't. The Browns, I, I said the Browns have play. a shot to win the to win the division. That defense looked good, uh, but damn, they got blown. No, against who? Against who? I ask you. They, yeah. You know, but, but yeah. Baltimore showed us that they could go out there. If you could score some points, you could beat Cleveland, especially with Deshaun Watson out there. I think that's one thing that we didn't expect. I think we should give ourselves a mulligan for that game as well, because who knew that? <laughs> Brian Thompson, whoever was going to be, uh, yeah, I, I didn't realize Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play. All right, he came and tried it out before the game and said he couldn't go, and then they made the switch. It all happened in like twenty. Yeah, that that, that really hurt my fantasy. Thanks, Sherman. Uh, that's un- that's uh, unfortunate. Um, I don't know why um, you drafted him. M- moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati at Arizona. Uh, I'm going to say Cincinnati because they damn well have to win they better win this game they do have to win uh game. that's literally the only reason now burrow so hurt that he can't play then i would say it's, it'll be arizona but if he's but they they cannot go one and four they're done if they go one and four that's all i'm saying so I, that's why i'll say Bengals will bed and that makes me yeah because like arizona plays well right now because they don't they have nothing to play for if anything they should be losing games so that they can get a chance at getting caleb williams right um so i don't know man i'm gonna stick with arizona i'm real. i just really like the story of arizona dot josh dobbs out there he's jumping past the darts <laughs> that Micah was gonna throw at him and then they went and won that game so i gotta i gotta give it to him yeah. um yeah i'm gonna go to arizona Okay, Chris, who you got? Bengals or Cardinals? 
Oh, Bengals easily. Like, guys, the Cardinals are complete crap shit. Like, they're I mean, they have to admit they're better than what you thought they would be this season. No, I mean, the fact that, like, you know, the, come on, closing uh, Kyler Murray's injury, like, and now he just got pushed a little bit further. They keep saying, like, oh, it's not exactly where we wanted him to be. Guys, they are I, pushing this out. Like, I, they're about you, to choose their third top. Well, I mean, top five, top because what was Rosen? I think he was six or seven picks, so maybe top ten. We'll say. So Rosen was a top ten pick. Then they had Murray, ten or eleven. He was Rosen. Josh Rosen was ten or eleven. And then they picked Murray number one overall the next year. And now, three years later, they're about ready to choose another top five quarterback. They are the epitome of a crapshoot. It's crazy how Josh Rosen came out when he got drafted. He's like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong. I'm going to show them why they drafted. Dude, that dude didn't last a second. But then Kyler Murray, same thing. Like, oh, this is new. This dude's the next, like, whatever. Even though he's small, he's well. Like, well, he was playing pretty well before he tore his ACL. I'm gonna give him that. He yeah, has good. No. He has great numbers. Well, really, yeah, he has great numbers. Weren't the Cardinals like six and or eight? No, a couple years ago they started the season. They were, and then they yeah. came off of the bye and they lost to LA because we had gone and watched the Patriots play. Not play, oh my god, the Patriots. We no, watched the uh, Ted Bucks play the against Bucks the Bills. Bills. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that weekend. Yep, yep, yep. So, anyways, uh, for this yeah, discussion, I think the Bengals are going to win. Okay, uh, Philadelphia at the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to say Philadelphia, but this kid on the Rams, Puka Nakua, offensive rookie of the year, right, right now, right now. Uh, Obed, I'm guessing you're going to Philly. Obed, Superfly Puka uh, could could get, yeah, Superfly Puka could end up being <laughs> something uh, this year. I I think he's fantastic. I can't wait for them. That is the question is. Do will they have Cooper Cup back? Because that could be a difference maker in this game. He's coming off of he's coming off our damn dude. You drafted all these terrible guys. Goodness gracious, you need help. (laughs) Oh, and so uh, you know, I think if he's in there now, there was a quote coming from McVeigh that said, "Now there's a difference between returning to play and returning to performance." So is he going to come out there and play at half speed or is he going to only come back when he's ready? I don't know when their bye week is. If you give me a second. Um, yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Their bye week isn't until week 10. Week 10. So it's got a lot of, you know, so, okay. So then maybe he does try to come back, but I don't think it's the immediate first game afterwards, but we'll see if he's there. Maybe they could sneak something on, on the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but I, it's just after seeing what AJ Brown did, after seeing that they they still have Devonte Smith when they want to use him, they haven't even had uh, had to uncork the tight end in Dallas Goddard, you know, and they're just still putting up numbers. But they they have not looked Eagles esque of last year because I said you, this Eagles defense probably shouldn't give up twenty points to the Patriots, who we feel like does not have an offense. This team gave up twenty eight to the Vikings. This game team gave up eleven to Baker Mayfield. You know, I, I, to, to lose a division, I will, I will save them from it being a division game against Washington, but, and Washington had Chase Young back for, you know, I think the first time last year uh, on Sunday, imagine what happens when he's healthy. Um, I, it's hard for me not to pick the Eagles though. Yeah. Chris. Uh, real, real quick guys. Um, honestly, I just think the Eagles are going to come off. They came off an emotional, emotional victory, you know, in, in overtime where literally again, uh, game came down to a tie in the last second of the of the regulation. Yeah, yeah. I actually uh, listen. This is this is my surprise game, and I did this on my pick'em. I have the Rams winning this game, and I don't know why. I can't give you a legitimate reason. Like, 
actual like you know like your facts and things. yeah yeah analysis right 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 you just, but, like, no, I just sometimes feel you feel it sometimes you feel it you get, and you go with it there's nothing wrong with I'm that telling you, like my feeling is that the rams are going to win this game i think they have something going for them i think they're better than what teams are giving for and the eagles just coming off a very hard fought divisional battle i think they're going to be a little let down in the first half and they're not going to be able to come back the rams are going to get up on them so uh the new york jets at the denver broncos uh, two unfortunately bad teams. Denver's worse than the Jets, especially on defense. Of course, the Jets have a good, solid defense. I'm gonna go Jets, Chris. Uh, Jets only because they're at home. If it was the other way around, I would say the Broncos, and one of the other way around, I would say the Jets. It doesn't really matter because they're both really. Uh, no, no, I think they're in Denver. No, I think this game's in Denver, Chris. I'm pretty sure it's at. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, game it's, is at, in it's New York at Denver. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought this was yeah. okay. All no, right. No. no, it's in Denver. I might, turn, I might turn my pick right now, then, gentlemen. <laughs> I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Like literally, either team is just like they're just both like whatever. I mean, both came off of really actually. So the Jets didn't win, but it was a moral win. I think we can all agree with that. Like how well Zach Wilson, Wilson played well. Like it was that, like how- that that ball to to uh, TJ Uzoma Uzama and the corner of the end zone. Oh, that was a good ball. That no, was a- so like there was a more yeah, win right. for the Jets and the Broncos actual win, but like it in the comeback the way it did. So like I, I don't know. I mean, survival of the fittest. I don't know. Obed, what do you got? <laughs> Honestly, I was picking the Jets just because I know that they could probably stymie Russell Wilson. Um, I know that the Broncos are just giving up and being gashed on all kinds of points, uh, uh, all kinds of yards and plays points um, on on defense. So, man, I just feel like the Jets aren't good enough on offense, even though they showed us some good things. And I do feel like maybe – there was some poor taste in the delivery of the comment that uh, Rodney Harrison made, but that mm, I need facts. people to keep the keep the same energy that they had for hating Trey Lance in the energy that they have for protecting Zach Wilson. I don't know where these people were when Trey Lance was getting this heat because they don't seem to be there. But then when Zach Wilson gets this heat, oh, we should be nice to him. Zach Wilson is I'm glad that he made some plays, but let's not sit up here and act like well, Trey, if he just Trey gave Lance a shot. wasn't even on the field. <laughs> Trey Lance wasn't on the field, but difference. yeah. But Trey Lance, well, we couldn't get Trey Lance back on the field. You know, every the, yeah, the thing can, was he needs start. He can't. We can see what Zach Wilson is putting out. The product he is delivering each week it hasn't been good. That's the difference. I think we we already saw enough of Zach Wilson to know he wasn't good, that he probably shouldn't be out there. And yet, if somebody says that he isn't good, he had one, I mean, I would say he had three solid quarters of football uh, on Sunday. And for that, I give him all the credit in the world. We need uh, Ayahuasca Aaron, high AF on the sidelines with the shades on at, at eight o'clock at night on a Sunday uh, to be out there just to give these guys that, that feeling that they can hang mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. again, because it seems to have worked and kind of sparked something in the team overall, you know, uh, they don't really have the disease of me, apparently that uh, New York people, uh, New York giants are starting to be quoted as having, but um, I picked them in this game because they have great defense. The defense is keeping them in games. I think yep. the defense can give them a chance, you know? Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Kansas city. Uh, yeah. I think Chris, we got your picker. You said you're going with the jets now. Yeah. Or the, okay. Kansas City at Minnesota. I think obviously I'm gonna go Chiefs here in this one, I'll bet, right? Well, why would I go Minnesota? 
Yeah, the defense, the defense can't stop anybody right now in the secondary, especially good teams, which is unfortunate. It's not really their fault. They're trying to fix it. All their money's on offense. Yep. Uh, Chris, Chiefs or Vikings? Yeah, if Wilson didn't play uh, the game he played last week, I'm pretty sure Kirk Cousin would be the starting quarterback for the New York Jets uh, week six. So, um, <laughs> Why would they trade him? I feel like this is – what can they offer him that no, they I, I know, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm just saying yes. So the point of this pick, though, yes. Hands out. Like, it's not even a question. So, All right. All right. Uh, probably the game of the week, Sunday night football. The Dallas Cowboys at the San Francisco 49ers. And it's in San Francisco – I think the Niners defense is better than the Cowboys defense. And I think they will be able to hold Dak Prescott at bay. Purdy will do just enough. I don't think it's going to be a blowout in any sort of means by the Niners. I say this is 23 to 17 San Francisco will bed. Um, the San Francisco 49ers have scored how many points every game over the last month? They've scored 30 points um, 30 in every points. game yeah, over the course of the month. Yeah. They are going to come out here and score 30 points. On this um, Dallas defense? Yeah. On this Dallas defense. Okay. Uh, I I want to see what the Cowboys respond with, right? Um, because that show that they're gonna that the Niners are gonna roll up with, if if you can stop Christian McCaffrey, they're gonna bomb it over your head and they know one of the corners is shaky, right? So if you guys want to focus double covering Brandon Ayuk or Debo Samuel, we'll, they'll move all over the place, do whatever you want to do. They're going to hurt you because you forgot to cover George Kittle. And we could do the George Kittle show to 200 yards and two touchdowns if you want to do that, right? Pick your poison. I don't, and, and they, the Cowboys knew that they needed two corners to keep up with this game because when you can shut down the pass and force them to play everything underneath small ball to McCaffrey and to Kittle, you have a chance, Right. Um, but that being said, the Niners are coming here to score 30. I think the Broncos, assuming the Cowboys, like you said, Shermer tried to prove a point. So they went and made sure to score 38, let them know we could score 30 points too, because we know that's what we have to do because the team on the other side is going to score 30 points. That's who's walking in the door and they don't need to blow mm. the score up. They control the game mm. and teams that could win a Super Bowl, Don't they don't blow the score up. They control the game. Uh, Everybody remembers 2007 New England Patriots. That team didn't win a Super Bowl. True uh chris who you got cowboys or niners so as much as my esteemed colleague just said um about the 49ers and how many points per game they score and how they control the ball and how they do this and all that i entirely agree with everything obed just said but (laughs) i feel something is gonna happen in jerry jerry world (laughs) something's gonna happen in jerry land some some miraculous thing is going to happen and honestly because of a couple of different things one right. I, I remember I the do, game's in the game's in san francisco no i know i know no, i know but i'm saying something miraculous is going to happen that jack prescott is going to come out and ball the game of his life i just have the feeling he's been he's been building that each week like he's there like he's there he's not great but he's there he's cusping what Michael what Perkins, evidence do you have to support that theory They've been to the uh, Super Bowl the last two years in a row, going one game further every year, yes. while having Dak not have all of his pieces all the time, but making it work, having to have plays, and he never had to use his legs after he broke his ankle. He stopped using his legs and still had to make it work with his arm. So he's progressively getting more uh, better in the pocket. He's getting better at reading. 
which is, is one thing I was like really like wondering about him. I'm like, can he actually get through his progressions? He's getting through that. Um, they have a more balanced running attack now that Zeke is gone. Like it's, they're not as proficient as he was like their early Zeke years, but they are a more balanced running attack. Um, Micah Parsons, God, love him. Um, <laughs> gosh, I mean, if we could actually talk about a defensive player being an MVP, like literally stop saying mm. like, it's just an it's just a quarterback award like stop that guy is an mvp so him alone so right there i have some feeling guys i don't even know what it is i think san francisco i know san francisco is a better team i just have a feeling though that dallas is going to pull out this game and i don't know and i would i would put it down right now if you give me some money i'll put money down right now i'll, I'll put it down right now you got you I, I, we're not going to condone gambling. <laughs> right. When the bright lights shine brightest, Dak Prescott has not come up strong and bright. I'm waiting for it to happen. If it happens, great. Good for him. But like I asked you before, what evidence can we see with Dak Prescott going against these top tier elite teams and coming out with victories? It hasn't been yet. Remember, Don't two playoff, remember, two playoff wins. Don't discourage. That's it. Um, We'll see. All right. Um, Last game, Monday Night Football, Green Bay at Las Vegas. Uh, Obed talked about Vegas a little bit before. I think they're bad. Uh, I I don't. I like Jordan Love. What he's doing a little bit there. Obviously, you know, starting off a little slow, but he's coming along. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Packers in this one. Surprisingly. Oh yeah, Uh, man. I want to support the one of the top two wide receivers in the league and he's not number two Devontae Adams and say the Las Vegas is going to win this game and his mm. revenge game um mm. he's got a shoulder injury that he sustained somehow she came out and still gutted it out he made some amazing catches using fantastic technique and footwork to get open like he always does and I just we are going to watch a man in pain try to go out there and play the the most technical game of wide receiver that he can he might try to go for 200 yards this game and i'm gonna i'm right you mean physical physical pain or emotional pain because they lose Uh, (laughs) i I think physical pain i just you know i mean i don't think green bay is good i don't think that jordan love is playing particularly well based on the individual quarterback ratings for his completion adjusted completion percentage uh and the amount of turnover worthy plays that he is uh producing I don't care what you're watching. It is the system, the system that made us think Ryan Tannehill was something great, who we now scoff at because they pull him off of the field to let their running back throw the touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, sorry, let's, let's play. I'm not riding with Green Bay. They are not playing well on offense. I don't care when, I, hey, Christian Watson came back, looked good. I think he scored a touchdown as well. I'm not sure, but I, I, that's, they can be beaten. We've seen that. And I think that might continue. They got embarrassed by Detroit hands got embarrassed three touchdowns on the ground got pushed around and people forget because it was thursday and we watched all the other games mm-hmm. so i'm going with las vegas chris what do you got packers or uh raiders gosh again this is another coin for the boys i mean i i think jordan love is actually starting to show us some things like show us some things like maybe what the green bay um you know brass were thinking why when they dropped him why they drafted him like 
and it's kind of coming a little fortunate again like to Obed's point he's not phenomenal but he's looked extremely competent which is what Aaron Rodgers looked when he was you know backing up Brett Favre um and then he came to go on like possibly one of if not the greatest quarterback of all time in my opinion um so like I mean Jordan I I, I don't know man like this is a tough one I mean it's a tough battle because both teams is- is Jimmy G is Jimmy G playing this game? Because he was out last week with a concussion. I, don't I absolutely I absolutely assume he's playing. He okay. couldn't get cleared, but he practiced last week. Okay. I didn't think he was yeah. playing. So okay. I mean, if you're right, I mean that sways it. Um, I'm gonna go Packers. All right. Fair. I think he's I think he's still I think he's still questionable, Jimmy G is, but still either way, I uh I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Packers. Yep, as well, too. Oh, well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Appreciate you joining in once again. Um, Chris Obed, uh, any last words before the, for the people before we get out of here? Um, No, I just appreciate all of you guys. You know, I'm, I'm glad to be back here. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I'm excited for a great... Listen, October is the best month of sports, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got baseball playoffs. We got hockey starting. We got basketball starting. We got, yeah. I mean, this is- In the, the midst best. of football. Yeah, yeah, October is definitely like the best. Heart, yeah, this is the heart of football season. Like we've got, this is the best month. So enjoy it. The weather's turning, but in a good way. So like, enjoy it. Happy October. <laughs> yep, yep. Yep, Happy everyone. With those sentiments, love it. Let's get ready. Give me all the, the spiced things that might be put into pumpkin because it's all <laughs> spice. It is not pumpkin spice anything. It is, is it, called is it, all spice. Ice, you are you talking about ice spice? No, no, no. Some different. Some different. Some different. We're not much. We do not much on what's the word entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. We are bussing, bussing for real. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, guys, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. For our guest, Chris, for my co-host, Obed, I'm your boy, Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.